Joining me on the line, uh, it, we were talking off air. It's been about a year since last we talked. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Shippey is on the line. Hey, Steve, what's going on? Hey, how you doing? Thank you so much for having me back. Hey, how did the first season of Haunting in the Heartland go? Um, it went great, actually. Uh, we had great ratings. Uh, we had great responses, great feedback. And um, I guess the only thing I could say, unfortunately for us, is the series uh, began on Travel Channel just as the pandemic uh, began and the quarantine and all the chaos. How did that, uh, and, and I know we got to get to uh, the uh, uh, Ed Gein stuff here coming up, but how did the pandemic affect paranormal investigating for you guys? Did it shut it down um, completely? Well, well, I guess, it, you know, to a degree, I think for, um, you know, for paranormal investigation series, it definitely caused quite a bit of, of uh, problems, I guess, because, you know, people were trying to scramble to figure out when can we shoot again? When can we film? Uh, how can we do it safely? Yeah. What will the protocol be? How bad is this going to get? Uh, it was so unknown at first, you know, for quite a while. And it seemed like around the end of summer, early fall, uh, we, you know, I think everybody had a better idea of what COVID really was, uh, yeah. the effects. Um, and so then it, you know, started to resume again. Um, but for me personally, uh, you know, beyond my endeavors with networks, I continued to uh, actually shoot three documentaries uh, oh, wow. during that time. Uh, stuff for the future or stuff that's out now? Uh, stuff for the future, part of the Haunted Saginaw series uh, that I have on Prime, uh, 10 films available now and, and several more coming. Cool, and that's uh, all at your website and everything, correct? Uh, yeah, yeah, they can find it at Haunted Saginaw, S-A-G-I-N-A-W.com. All right, we'll put the, that link over at the website, KGGO.com as well. All right, Steve, let's get to it. Uh, you've got a new uh, series, or I guess it's, is it a series or a documentary on Discovery Plus? A uh, documentary. Okay. It's part of uh, Travel Channel's Shock Docs series. And where did you go this time? We, uh, man, we went to <laughs> Plainfield, Wisconsin uh, to investigate the crimes and the activity, the paranormal activity of Ed Gein. You know what? I was doing a little bit of research because I'm not into the, uh, or I shouldn't say I'm not into it. It's just not one of my like cornerstone things, but like the true crime stuff. You start looking a little into Ed Ed's life, and it's like, ooh, this is evil. Yeah, I mean, most certainly there's there's so, for so many reasons, right? You you've got the really distorted, uh, abusive relationship between Ed and his mother Augusta. Yeah. Uh, you know, which kind of spawned the fictional character. Norman Bates and Psycho. And of course, you have the monster that he became, the crimes that he committed. We've never, you know, we, meaning the world, has never seen anything like Ed Dean before. And hopefully, we never do again. He's one of those guys that it doesn't take long to realize, yeah, bad dude. Oh, man, his crimes were horrific. All right, so uh, you went in to do the paranormal side of this. Uh, tell us a little bit about the documentary, because it is on Discovery+. Plus. It's out now. What was it like? Was there a little bit of trepidation going into this? Because, you know, most hauntings, you kind of go in with the, hey, this is going to be a lot of fun type thing. Ed Gein doesn't scream fun. No, definitely not. I mean, we, we had a pretty foreboding sense from the very beginning that this is a case uh, that, you know, you would want to be very guarded, very careful on many different levels. We didn't really know exactly what to expect. I mean, you know, before jumping into a case, you're always trying to do your diligence. You know, yeah. you're, you're really trying to get an accurate picture of what's happening out there. What are the claims? Is there any evidence so far, which which there was? Uh, locals had provided us some video and audio that they had gathered themselves. So we had an idea of what we thought we may encounter. Uh, but then when we went out there, uh, the activity was, at least in my opinion, a hundred times more than what I anticipated um, you know, then working in tandem with uh, psychic medium Cindy Kaza, 
She was having uh, a lot of horrific experiences. She felt that Dean was targeting her, I guess, true to his nature, targeting females. Yeah. Um, and even the energy of Dean's mother, Augusta, seemed to really uh, kind of be after her. Hey, Steve, let me ask you something real quick, because I want to know more about like the investigation itself. But whose idea was it to do this? Well, so long story short, I was uh, contacted uh, by by a producer that you know had been studying the different claims of activity and as well as, uh, you know, having a kind of, I don't want to say a fascination with Dean, but, you know, very interested in Dean um, as a subject of a, of a documentary. And so once, you know, that kind of became clear, that was his goal. Uh, I, he was led to me as an investigator. They thought that I might be the perfect person to investigate this for several different reasons. And I remember, uh, remember getting that phone call. And one of the first things that they said to me is, do you know who Ed Gein is? And then I just instantly started rattling off fact after fact after fact. And then they kind of cut me off and they said, okay, uh, we don't, we don't need to ask anything more other than would you go out there? Would you film this? Would you investigate this case? And uh, I told them that I absolutely would. And that's where it started. Oh, wow. Cause that's, that seems like one of those things that you almost take a, a beat or two, like, eh, let, give me about an hour to think about this. Well, you know, Dean is somebody that I had studied uh, on my own, uh, you know, many times just out of interest and stuff. He inspired a lot of the the films that, you know, that are iconic to me. And, um, you know, he was kind of part of the, yeah. you know, I guess you could say the pop, that, that pop culture kind of growing up, you know, you can't help but, uh, you know, study things like that or, or, or watch programming on it. And, uh, you know, I, I really started to look at the facts afterward and, and saw that there were a lot of people that felt that they were, affected by you know the hauntings that were taking place and so we felt that you know why don't we go in there see if this is really happening or not and get to the bottom of it okay so you head in to do and by the way this is steve shippy on the line talking about shock docs ed gein the real psycho so you go to wisconsin for this whole thing how many places did you investigate what what was kind of the whole the whole story behind this sure so we were able to gain access and be the first investigators ever to uh be able to get permission to bring a crew and a, and, and film on the edgeen property the edgeen farm uh where his home was where he committed uh these atrocities we were able to go to the old Washura County uh, Historical Society, not only to gain a wealth of information, but that used to be the old county jail where Gein was held and interrogated, uh, that it's said to be haunted by Gein himself, okay. uh, the Plainfield Cemetery. And then we actually had kind of ended up with an impromptu investigation. We, anytime that you go out in the field, no matter how much you plan on who you're going to talk to and, and where you're going to go, I know where leads will always, yeah, leads will always surface, you know, it, it, without question. And we were told that there was a local individual that had a weapon that belonged to Gein in his collection. So we were wow. able to get him on the phone and ask him, hey, you know, could we could we interview you? Could we come out? Can we could we look at this item? So while in conversation with him, we learned that not only does he have this item. And, and others actually of games that we uh, didn't end up uh, being displayed. But um, he believed wholeheartedly that his life had taken a drastic turn for the worse uh, by possessing these items. And I mean, some really bad stuff. I, bad luck. To, I mean, that doesn't become, uh, doesn't even come close to explaining what this man uh, had dealt with. Uh, and so he believed that he was being haunted pretty severely. So we, you know, we conducted an investigation at his home, 
And without, I mean, immediately, uh, immediately, meters are going off left and right, activity left and right. Uh, I, I should stop there as to not spoil anything, but man, uh, very, very glad that we were able to run into that man and, and uh, talk to him. And we urged him to get rid of that item, uh, certainly not to pass it on to somebody else, but yeah. maybe dispose of it properly. Uh, Steve Shippey joining me on the line to talk about uh, Ed Gein, the real psycho. You can find it on Discovery Plus. We'll have some links over at the website as well, kggo.com. Um, <laughs> there is always that one guy. Hey, did you talk to old Ted? What, who's old Ted? Oh, old Ted knows, you know, all this other There's always that guy in one of these, you know? Oh, yeah, always. Yeah, and and yeah, Ted uh, is just a complete name that I just pulled out of, you know, the ether. But uh, in this whole documentary, how long were you guys in town? How long did it take to film this? Um, I was there for just over uh, two weeks in Plainfield. Okay. And in that time, and, and and I know we'll see it in the, in, in the documentary, but what was the place you felt most, I don't want to say bothered by, but the place you're like, okay, yeah, Ed could be here or a piece of Ed could be here. Well, you know, to be honest, most of the places we went to, we, we had that feeling. It was almost like a sense like this man was following us around the town, but I, you know, but then again, we're, uh, we're, you know, we're at specific locations to yeah. him. Um, so that would make sense. But to be real honest with you, I mean, obviously the farm, hands down was, uh, you know, a, a very ominous place without question. But I was surprised at how um, I felt personally at this gentleman's house who had the knife. I really felt that was not a place to be, and I was very eager to leave. That makes sense because, you know, there's a whole thought of, you know, uh, people that want to buy, you know, items that have committed murder or killed somebody because they think they have power with it. I, I imagine the knife of Ed Gein would be pretty, pretty up there for somebody. Yeah. I mean, without question, you know, th there was a really dreadful feeling in that man's home. Uh, you know, he seemed like a very nice person, obviously that, you know, that vibe does not come from him. Uh, but I could, I could totally understand where he was coming from and why he was feeling the way he was feeling. I got gotcha. What did Cindy make of this whole thing? Well, you know, Cindy was very uh, bothered by what was happening, you know, opening herself up to these things. Uh, she had a, a slew of experiences. She felt she was under attack uh, multiple times, not only from the energy of, of Gein himself, but also his mother, Augusta, uh, seeing a lot of horrible imagery. I, I, actually, she's gone on the record to say something to the effect of, she really believes this case will uh, stick with her forever. Oh, wow. And this is all on Discovery Plus, correct? Absolutely. Yeah, it's available for streaming right now. All right. Steve, I, I don't want to uh, spoil too much of the documentary for people. Um, Plainsfield, uh, Wisconsin, going to stick in your mind for a while, long time? I Well, you know, I, I don't ever forget any place I've gone or, or who I've been, you know, that I've worked with or helped out or whatever the case may be, but certainly – um, if I wanted to forget about Plainfield, Wisconsin, I couldn't. Oh, it's always that kind of thing, isn't it? But but I bet you had an amazing time there, didn't you? I mean, yeah, you know, it was definitely extremely interesting, you know, uh, holding reports in my hand that I know very few people have ever got to see, uh, knowing way more information about the case than you can even find online or, or in other docs or other books written about the case. Definitely, uh, it was interesting. You know, it was very compelling and uh I guess a whole gamut of emotions, you could say. Actually, see, before I ask you, I, I've got, uh, because I want to know what else you got coming up here. 
Uh, one more thing about this. Uh, what, do you think it was just he was a horrible human being, or do you think there was something else going on with Ed? You know, I, I definitely think there was something else going on. I mean, he had he was raised in a very abusive household. Uh, he had a very uh, angry kind of, and also kind of a vacant alcoholic father. His mother uh, was very dominating, uh, basically instilled in him at a, at a very young age that humans were inherently evil, not to be trusted, and particularly women in general, in her mind, uh, and basically stopped him from ever having any kind of meaningful relationships, friendships, uh, significant other, or anything outside of her twisted world that she had made for him. And uh, so you got to think, what does that do to a person? And then when she passed away, uh, Ed was, uh, you know, basically left to his own madness out there at that farmhouse without her uh, grieving the loss of really the only person that he had in his life. And uh, one that also kind of, you know, kept him in that position through mental abuse and, and, uh, and other things. And so it makes you wonder, you know, what would Ed Gein have been like if he wasn't raised that way? You know, would he have ended up in, in, in that way somehow? Was it destined? Was it all mental illness? Or was it a perfect storm kind of culminating together? Yeah, I guess I was wondering more if there if there maybe may have been more of a paranormal influence on there, like something bad had gotten into the house or to his mom's life to push that. Okay, I, I don't, well, yeah, don't want to yeah. say demon or something like that, but you know, right. some of that bad energy out there. Well, that's certainly a possibility uh, that we did explore that we did look into, you know, when you're investigating, you know, for the purposes of, of a film or a documentary or, or an episode, needless to say, you know, there's, there's a time limit of how long it can be. Yeah. Uh, and obviously we, you know, we film 30 times more than that and sometimes even more. So not everything can, can make it in there, but there was, some interesting facts about the land itself, uh, things that happened on that land much before the Gein family moved in, and uh, some different, you know, folklore well, uh, that may, yeah, that may have, you know, been a part of it. It's hard to say. Could you do a part two of this? One hundred percent. In fact, uh, while while we were talking, I couldn't help but, you know, for a moment, my mind just for a moment kind of drifted away just kind of wondering, you know, about uh, the individual that had that knife. Uh, how is he doing right now? Uh, to me, that alone could have been a documentary. Uh, just, you know, his experiences, his house, what's happening there, and what's happened to him since he obtained this item. That's really interesting. The The land thing and the, the history of the area is, is really interesting to me. And there's a lot of history. Um, you know, just to kind of point you in the right direction, if you ever wanted to look into it, uh, you know, maybe look into burial mounds yeah. and that area g going far back before Gein and um, uh, people at the Washura County Historical Society could probably give you more. Awesome. All right. Steve Shippey, uh, he has the uh, new documentary out now on Discovery Plus called uh, Ed Gein, The Real Psycho. It's part of the Shock Docs uh, series. Steve, I can't uh, let you go without asking what else you got coming up here. Well, we got a whole lot coming up. I've got uh, four more documentaries in the Haunted Saginaw film series. Ten are available now on Prime for streaming. Uh, I started my own Patreon account where I'm releasing exclusive episodes, over 40 uh, and counting, uh, continuously releasing there, patreon.com slash Steve Shippey. And looking to reopen probably one of the most infamous cases in my career and, and possibly uh, with Discovery Plus, uh, Haunting on Dice Road, The Hell House.
Oh, nice. Can't wait for that. You let us know when that happens, okay? Yeah, 100%. Thank you so much for having me and, and giving me the opportunity to talk to you about this. All right, Steve. You have a good one, all right, bud? Okay. Thank you. You too.